Black Oni. What's up, Tubes? This is your boy. Wait, let me fucking adjust. <laughs> <laughs> it's JBlaze06, and I'm here with JC Mac124, the smallest podcast we've had so far. <laughs> Last week, we tried to do the podcast, and it's just Skype was fucking up too bad. Um, it was pretty insane. What up? Yeah. <laughs> um. So we're going to jump right into this. This is probably going to be uh, a short one, too, because we have some topics on here, and there's, like, plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, but I don't want to make it go over. This is Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> so we're both going to be spending some time with the parents. But the uh, uh, icebreaker. Wait, before we get into the icebreaker, first, I want to say to everybody, go check out JCMac120's channel, youtube.com slash jcmac120. I know Please do. Yeah, y'all know the deal already, but you know you got to make sure that these people know for real. You know, they say they know. <laughs> and what is the most overhyped game you've ever played, in your opinion? Um, I have a series actually. A series. Call of Duty is very <laughs> overhyped. Um, I understand the enjoyment. I understand people enjoy it. It's fun. I mean, I played them, majority of them. But it's just, it's hard to support games that continue to come out every year with slight variations or slight upgrades. I understand there's different developers making them, but still, it, it's not that much different from year to year. Yeah. At least last gen wasn't. This is true. Um,. I played a lot of Call of Duty games. I played a lot of them. I think there were a few that kind of stood out as like changing the game around a lot. So like Modern Warfare, for example, that was like the first one. Everyone was like, oh, shit. This game came out. It's got RPG elements. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> that was, was dope. And, and then they, they like, did Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> that game pissed me off. And 3. <laughs> and 3. <laughs> and World at War. Well, that well, I mean, those were those were different time periods. They had different guns. They had it's still, dude. It's Call of Duty. At the end of the day, it's Call of Duty. Can Black, Call of... Ops, Black Can... Ops Two. Black Ops Two was dope. I love that game. Uh, <laughs> Is there anything the Call of Duty franchise can do to get you to be excited about it again? Me, I I probably buy one once a generation. I bought Call of Duty 4, the original Modern Warfare, (laughs) and that was it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll probably buy Advanced Warfare, and that'll probably be it for that generation for me. (laughs) Just the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, we played the fuck out of that game, though. We played the fuck out of it. Yeah. I loved it for the time. Yeah. Around that time, that was when... um, Rainbow Six was out too, right? It was around that time. Yeah. Rainbow Six. Yeah, Rainbow Six came out like March 2007. Yeah, it came out before Call of, Modern Warfare. Call of Duty was November 2007. Yeah. Yeah, we was on. And then so. you had that internet at <laughs> that internet that was acting up. <laughs> oh, the college internet? Yeah. Pay all that money for what? <laughs> Shitty ass internet. Shitty Our shit wasn't internet, much better dude. either. It's like 
man. You couldn't even be a gamer in college, for real, unless you just wanted to play single player all day. We tried to get on Uncharted. I remember that. Uncharted 2, we were trying mad hard to get on that. Hitori's ass couldn't get on. He always had internet problems, though. Always, no matter what. (laughs) Always. Yeah, I remember I was trying to get into a match in Metal Gear Online at college. I couldn't. Like I would get in, I would like spawn and then die. <laughs> it's probably for the best. That game sucked. <laughs> Online at least. They could have made that shit better. Could have. Shit, they t- <laughs> And I could have shat out something better than that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was so hyped for that game. I was so I know. hyped. I know. <sighs> Damn. Good slash bad times. <laughs> Yeah. So what is the most overhyped game for me? Fable. Fable? Yeah. The original? Yeah. So what about it? Yo, Peter Molyneux, for whatever fucking reason, was like hailing it as the second coming of fucking butter toast for gaming. Butter toast? <laughs> he was like, you're going to be able to get married and have offspring and you'll leave behind a legacy throughout the game and you know every every decision you make will alter the way your character will look and you know you'll go into a situation and you'll have you know all these things will will happen depending on what you choose to do and like it wasn't like that for a lot of it the game was short i remember you could choose to be good or bad and like a lot of other games did that but he was like you know you'll have a direct influence on the world around you depending on if you're good and bad and it was just like all right, you're a good dude instead of a bad dude. People are going to say yay instead of, like, throwing shit at you. Like, all the hype and promise that went behind it was just, like, it wasn't all that cracked up to be. And I played it, and I enjoyed it. But, like, I remember I played as a good guy. And, like, by the end of the game, I looked like this old dude. Like, I had, like, white hair and shit. Like, I had wrinkles, and I had scars, like, all over me. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> this is the character I created. <laughs> He had a hard life, man. Yo, it was I even it wasn't even that like there was one place in the game where I, I ran into a lot of trouble and those against some goblins and they fucked me up and that one battle made scars literally everywhere around my character's body. I'm like, wow, really? Like this is how this game's gonna go down. I just and I remember at that time too, my um my Xbox small my Xbox S controller stopped working. I was like, the the left analog stick stopped working properly, so like I couldn't even move around. Pro- it was just, it wasn't a good experience. <laughs> I was like, this is the so. Most- did you have to revert to the uh, the old big fucking original Xbox controller? Them shits you can kill somebody with. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> is illegal. This <laughs> no. should be illegal in the U.S. You had to be like a fucking basketball player. <laughs> Fully grip that shit. Yo. Or a football player's an athlete, basically, that deals with your hands. I'm going to show you something that was basically the size of the controller. You was like this. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like it was fucking... that wide, but it was thicker. <laughs> you had a shoe in your fucking hand. <laughs> what is this? But, um... <laughs> I'm going to bear off a little bit since you talked about the um, original Xbox. What what was it that didn't convince you to buy the 360 
and I know I'm not gonna go Xbox One because it's still relatively new. You never know. Yeah, fucking Dave bought one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I was gonna buy a 360. I was gonna I was gonna get both. I was gonna have both of the systems, and um, I went to the store. Like this is before pre-orders. Like you could be pre-order consoles. So I went in around. It was, I think it was Christmas time and after Christmas time. I went into stores all over the place looking for it with my mom, and they were just sold out everywhere we went. So um, there was one place we went where they weren't sold out, and we, there was like another person waiting to get hit theirs as well. And by the time it got to me, they were actually gone. Um, they had no more. So I was just like pissed. I was like, "This is bullshit." Like I can't. I wanted to get it, but now I can't. So then I wait. I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna wait to see what happens with with PS3. See if I'll get that." first before i get the 360 and then the ps3 dropped and we went i went looking around for it a little bit and i was like all right i'm not gonna find it. this is basically what happened with the 360 and then it was the day after christmas and i had got money for christmas well i not i didn't get any presents for christmas i was just like i'm gonna wait to see if i can get either the 360 or ps3 for christmas and then i went into best buy and they had some in stock like the day after Christmas, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like I've been hoping this would happen. I didn't think it was gonna happen right now, and so I called my grandmother. I was like, "Grandma, I need a favor from you. <laughs> Can you meet me at Best Buy, like right now?" She was like, "What?" I was like, I- "I'll explain." <laughs> the PS3. She's like, "Oh boy, <laughs> this motherfucker." <laughs> so she came down, and that was my Christmas gift. That was my Christmas and birthday gift. And that's just yeah. how it happened. I mean, I got that, and I didn't get it three sixty because this shit was so expensive. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, okay, I feel you. But at this point, that's really how it is now. Like the one or the other. Yeah. And um, that that generation kind of set the tone for every generation of gaming to come. Right. Like I've never felt like it wasn't necessary to have all consoles until last gen right where sony was losing a lot of their former exclusives and so was microsoft right so it's like for the first three years on the market they had damn near all the same games right except for a handful of exclusives and it wasn't until the last three years that sony just started cranking them out back to back and creating separation right and microsoft just kind of stopped supporting theirs other than connect, <laughs> so, and that that's 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 the thing that kind of hinders me from buying Microsoft's products. Mm. It's like in the beginning of the generation, they're all gung ho. Yeah, but it's like towards the end, they just leave their console out to die. Whereas Sony will support their old console for like five, six years after the newest one came out. You know, it's, just, it's like I don't want my shit to be obsolete as soon as the new one comes out. Right. Like, I still play PS3 more than I play my PS4. Yeah. I, so, and that's probably going to be the case until the end of 2014. I've played my PS4 a lot lately. I mean, I know you you be on that last of us. We'll talk about what we've been playing, but... <laughs> <laughs> But I, I I play the PS4 a lot more now um, than I used to. I was, only used to play it every once in a while just because I like you know the interface and the controller and 
you know the way everything kind of came together but i've been playing it a lot lately um but yeah i think uh <laughs> i think microsoft has this tendency to do that i mean i don't know if they'll do it for this generation because people are still buying 360s um and if if i were to get a 360 cheap enough i would think about buying a 360 like if someone was like hey here's a 360 for a hundred dollars it's got 250 gig hard drive. I'm like, shit, I might buy that. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, play some of those games I never got to, to actually play. I don't know. Though. The part of me is still like, even though I could get that for like 100 bucks, like I could put that towards, you know, a Wii U or a, more games for my PS4 or fucking Xbox One. Something. Something, <laughs> right. Something that's not, you know, eight years old. Right. So I don't know. I still I don't know. My um one of my friends I I game with was like trying to convince me to get a three sixty. I'm like, yo, it's like the end of the generation. <laughs> right. Um but yeah, I mean what about you? What made you not get a three sixty? It just wasn't on my radar. <laughs> Seriously, man. Like ever since the first PlayStation mm-hmm. dropped. In what ninety five in the states? Yeah, I don't even remember what year my mom bought it for me. I think it was ninety six. She bought me the first PlayStation, and I was just blown away. Like I didn't fully consider myself to be a gamer mm-hmm. until the first PlayStation dropped, and I was just playing games like Final Fantasy seven. Um, Legend of Dragon, Great mm. Fencer Musashi. I still never played that. Uh, all these RPGs, Legend of Lagai, mm. or Lagaya, some people say it like that. Um, RPGs for days. Um, so many interactive games. Later on, the original Metal Gear Solid. Just so, like, Sony set the fucking bar, mm-hmm. you know? And I had an N64. And I enjoyed it for, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Zelda, Mario, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I enjoyed those a whole hell of a lot. But it's just like those two consoles satisfied me. And then going on to the PS2, Xbox days, and GameCube, mm-hmm. at that age, I could only, I, I wasn't paying for it at that age. So <laughs> parents said I can choose one. PS2 it was. Yeah. And PS2 to this day is one of the best consoles that has ever graced our green earth. <laughs> I would say I so. would say the the PS2 was the best one. I mean, it sold basically more than anything. It had the most support of third-party developers. You know, it was it was the console everybody had. Right. And, so by then, I've already gained a, a rapport and a track record with Sony products and they have always been the ones to try to innovate as far as new IPs are concerned. Mm. Like we talked about this before. I love Nintendo IPs. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. Most, not all of them, but a lot of them. <laughs> and, but it's like, how many times do you want me to play Mario? You know, how many times do you want me to play this, that? And granted, they give it a facelift and they try to add new elements to it every generation, but it's mm-hmm. still Zelda. It's yeah. still Mario. And I love Zelda to death. Yeah, you do. When, you got a Wii just to play Zelda. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get a Wii U when Zelda comes out. But what I'm saying is, 
until it comes out, I'm not pressed to get one. Right. You know, like with Sony, I know the games are coming. New IPs and old IPs. Mm -hmm. It's just how it is. And then with Microsoft, my cousin had an original Xbox. He had a 360. So it's like I never felt the need to buy one myself because those few exclusive that I did like, I had a chance to play anyway. Mm. And everything else, like we were just talking about, is third party nowadays. So there's no, I don't think there's a need to get both. Like right away, maybe yeah. with like three, four years down the line. When there's some but, exclusives that are just, yeah. Yeah. But for for majority of games, there's no need to have them all anymore. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I, I still do kind of want an Xbox One because I know the next Halo I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if Halo's going to be that great moving on because it's not even Bungie anymore doing it. You know, they're going to have Gears of War. They're going to have Quantum Break, whatever that's going to actually be. And uh, they have Titanfall for now. I don't know if they're going to have Titanfall moving forward, but they have it for now. Who who uh, produced Titanfall? Respawn. EA, yeah. yeah. It's not going to remain exclusive. <laughs> I feel like it won't. It's not. Not not an EA-produced game. No. <laughs> Unless Microsoft paid them off. Right. Which we don't it, know. We don't know if they're going to do that. It, it, I'm thinking it's going to be like Mass Effect was. Yeah. Mass Effect was a shit, man. That was one reason why I wanted a 360, to play the first Mass Effect. When Mass Effect 2 came out, I was like, I need this fucking game. And then they yeah. announced it for PS3. I was like, yes! I don't need a 360. <laughs> I feel bad because I was like, I was, I was going to get one. And then that shit happened. I was like, I'm not going to get one anymore. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, what have you been playing lately? Uh, the Last of Us. <laughs> that, like, that's... you. As long as we do this <laughs> podcast, that'll be a game I'm playing. I don't give a shit if it's three years from now. The, that game is that good. Except when it's fucking up online. Yeah. And that's why I'm hoping they fixed all that bullshit with PS4. And if they don't, I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah. I'm going to be so pissed off, man. Because the game itself I, is brilliant. So, The Last of Us, um, Infamous, Second Son. I'm actually trying to finish up some trophies. I'll probably be adding some how-to videos for trophies. I already got one up. Mm -hmm. uh, Legend of Dragoon. I'm actually recording that gameplay. Nice. Because I love that game so much. But I'm, I'm probably going to stagger the uploads a lot like space them out a whole lot because i mean it's a ps1 game at the end of the day so some people if you're not watching for nostalgia reasons you're not watching <laughs> right and i suck at that game now dude if you see my first video i can't get the timing for the attacks down anymore oh shit like i used to have it down packed as a kid man damn um i I don't, that's really the main ones. Mm. I mean, I'm trying some PS Plus games here and there, but I'm not really playing them. 
Like I'll turn it on, play it for like fifteen minutes at a time. But that's 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 it for now. That's all I need. I need to get Child of Light. Yeah. Um. But I did download. You and I both downloaded that uh Chrono, those Chrono games. Mm-hmm. And I plan on playing those eventually, probably when school year lets out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited yeah, about, to try the about, games out because I heard a lot of good things about them. Yeah, what about you, though? Mm, I've been playing Child of Light a little bit. That game's dope. I love the art style. I love um, kind of classic RPG elements mixed with some new things in there I hadn't seen in some games. It's kind of, so far, it's kind of easy, but I'm, I'm not that far enough into it to start saying it's an easy game. But from I was hearing from some other people that it's pretty easy overall. Like, you get a, you get a party member who's just, like, OP. Kind of like how... Uh, Orin is in Final Fantasy X. Love that dude. Um, let's see, what else have I been playing? I've been playing... I beat Infamous. Um, I platinum that. Um, I've been playing Metal Gear still. <laughs> I can't put it down. I can't. I can't. I'm trying. Um, we've been playing Last of Us, of course. Going online. Fucking shit up. They got that new update out, so we've been trying that out. Um, I I'm still kind of I'm not sure how to feel about a lot of the stuff that's in there now because, um, like I messed around with the enforcer a little bit, the the automatic rifle, played around with some of the other perks, and I bought the um that uh, that assault rifle that silence that that you can get in game when you get enough parts. And I don't know how I feel about those weapons. I don't feel like they're as effective as, like, the burst rifle or the semi-automatic, which is, like, two da- two shots to down somebody if you shoot them in the head, and then three. If you sh- It's three if you shoot in the body, right? Semi-auto? Yeah. Yeah, that's my, that's my weapon. Yeah. I never use anything else. See, I use, I use that. I use the burst rifle. I use the bow. The bow is hard to use, kind of. Um, but I be seeing people fucking people up with the bow. Like, literally just running out there. I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> Dead. Yeah. And um, I, I fuck with the hunting rifle, though. That's my main weapon of choice. That paired with the shorty doesn't even matter. <laughs> doesn't yeah. even matter. That, that, that's the thing, though. Like, with me, I'm... Once I find what I like, I don't give a shit about any other weapon. <laughs> You know, I just stick with what I like, and that's it. Period. Yeah. Done. <laughs> what perks do you use? What perks? Yeah. <sighs> well, the perks I switch up sometimes, not okay. the weapons. But the perks I use the most, I, I use Brawler 2. And by the way, with the fun. update, like if you check my latest video, with the update, you know when you uh, hit people with your one-hit melee, after they're already downed and it kills them and it didn't count as a hit. Yeah. Now it counts as a hit. Huh. So if you have your one hit melee crafted and someone's already downed and you hit them to kill them, it takes away one of your one hit melees. Oh shit. Yeah. Because in my latest video and I was watching it because I, I killed one dude, I downed him and I had one more one hit left, but I, I hit him over the head when he was already down, and it took it all away. What if you special executed him, though? Probably won't. Mm. 
but it's, they're just trying to refine the way you play because I guess they feel like one hit melee was too easy to get. There was that one game we played where like their whole fucking team had one hit kill melees and like they kept getting them. I remember that yeah. shit. We played against them and they were just running at us like face first and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, whatever. Just gotta adapt. That's all. Yeah. I gotta I gotta take some time to figure out how to play that game again because they, they did change some shit up. And like the new weapons, you gotta think about what people have now and like if someone got that automatic rifle, then you'll fuck up your aim more if you're getting hit more often. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking love that game. <laughs> I bought Okami HD remake and you know, Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger. Um, and I haven't remember me as, was free on PlayStation Plus. I think it might still be free on PlayStation Plus by the time this is up. But um, I need to start playing that because I was interested in that game. Well, I just didn't want yeah, to buy it because it was like end of the generation. I have it downloaded, but just never found the interest to play it yet. There's so many other things to play. Yeah. It's crazy. It is mad shit to play still. So much. <laughs> oh, Warframe. What am I thinking? Warframe, I, I just started playing again. And um, <clears throat> they added Melee 2.0 to that game. Basically, what that means is you can go through the match using only your Melee weapon. And you can attach stances that give you different combos to your melee weapon so if you're using a staff and you attach a stance to it your character will go into a different stance and like they'll have different ability different attacks that you can do so you press like r1 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 r2 and you'll do a different combo than if you you know just did it with r1 only um the animations are slicker like if you're moving around and attacking like with the staff like he'll still keep moving while he's doing it instead of like kind of like stopping um there aren't any charged attacks anymore i don't think uh, but you have the ability to like charge your weapon, charge your melee weapon with the energy from your uh, your shooting weapon. So it's it's crazy. Like they added mad shit. Like if you you can uh, leave your finger on triangle and only have your melee weapon out, and you press R one to hit and R two to deflect bullets. And like it'll actually instead of like reducing damage, it'll prevent damage. Like you won't be hurt, but you'll still take away stamina when you're actually deflecting. Like they changed that shit up, and it's dope. I like it a lot. Yes, that was dope, man. Yeah, we got back get back on there, create a uh, offensive warframe, offensive warframe series, man. You know, <laughs> after you uh, after you messaged me about that video, I looked it over. I was like, man, this shit was too fun. Yeah, shit was hilarious. On it. You guys at home, watch out for that series. We're gonna we're gonna figure something out for that. I don't know if we're just gonna get on and just dick around, or if we're gonna make characters out of it or something, but. <laughs> I think we should make characters, man. Get, just get a whole, like, make episodes of it. Yeah. You know? That shit would be so fucking amazing. Offensive Warframes. And this, we're not talking about playing offense. Talking about offensive, talking mad shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino meat. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You should, to, you should have a link to it. There'll be a link in the description. Yo, y'all check this on his channel. Check that shit out. It's so funny. <laughs> I, was, I was at work dying. They're like, yo, what, what are you doing? I was like, nah, nah. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. It's all about that rhino me. <laughs> oh, man. 
I'm gonna watch it after this. Yo. <laughs> um, fucking a whole bunch of games just came out. Demon Gaze. <laughs> that sounds funny. Viking Brothers. <laughs> I can't. The Amazing Spider-Man, which is apparently garbage. Um, two or whatever. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle. Uh, your homie D was very excited about that. I don't. I haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet, so I'll look at it at some point. Daylight, which I heard wasn't very good. <laughs> People were talking mad shit. Like, who the fuck walks around with his cell phone out all day? He's <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah. Child of Light and Octodad, Dadly's Catch. I think I'm going to do a review of that game. Of Octodad. The uh, developers gave me a, a code for it. I got was in touch. I, I know somebody who actually knows them personally, but I also interviewed them at PAX and um, got in touch with them. And they... uh. They were like, hey, here's this thing. Check it out. I'm like, oh, shit. I was actually planning on buying the game already, but that's what's up. So far, I like it. It's fun. Um, it's not like a – it's not like Child of Light in terms of its story elements or anything like that, but it's it's a fun game. The only one that interests me is Child of Light, out of that list. Yeah. And Child oh. of Light, I can say, is, is – I haven't gotten that far in it, but it's dope. I like it. But I think that's a new... Like, even for people that's not particularly RPG fans or JRPG fans, as they some people have, are calling it, you still have to respect the business model that they've implemented for this game. It's made by a big studio. Big big, we're not talking about small studios here or indie developers. And it's a game that is said to get you 15 to 20 hours of gameplay. 15 bucks. Depending on, you know, how much you want to invest in doing extra. And it's 15 bucks. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That's yeah. That's saying a lot. And, I mean, it's not like it's just a mediocre game. A lot of people are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that, that took a lot for uh, Ubisoft to really do something such as that. And that should speak volumes for some other developers. Like, hey, this, not every game needs to be 60 bucks. Right. Simple as that. Yeah, I I wonder how things would have been if that game was a $60 release. Because, like, playing through it so far, like, I don't feel like it's, it's it's a subpar game or it's, like, missing content. But at the same time, like, I'd I would kind of... Like, having it being $15 and looking at it as a $60 release, I'd be like, I'm probably not interested in, get, in paying that much for it right now. Cause just because, I guess, the, the it's a it's a light game in terms of, um, like, the RPG elements are very simple. So, and it's it's supposed to be a game that can be enjoyed by, uh, like, not just, like, single people, but families, too. So, like, one pe- person can control uh, this, like, light source thing that, ha- like, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, but, I played the demo. Yeah, so like a second person could be playing as that thing. So, yeah, that game seems hard as a bitch. <laughs> you know, so I don't think that's just some pick up and play by anybody. Yeah, and that was that's what's intriguing, and that's what intrigued me because RPGs when we were growing up were not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was 
You had to have some strategy. You had to think ahead. Like, what do I, how am I going to take this motherfucker out? Mm. You know? And I felt that from playing that game. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get this. But I just haven't purchased it yet because I have so many other games to play. I don't want to purchase it and just have that icon sitting on my my um, interface reminding <laughs> me that I'm neglecting it. <laughs> play me. You play know, so. me. <laughs> I was like, the price isn't going anywhere. It's not like it's going to go up. Yeah, that's true. If anything, it might have a sale where it goes down by the time I'm ready. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's fair. that's fair. Um, so I don't know if you saw the link already, but Destiny blowout information. Uh, there's going to be showing more information at E3, details on abilities and shit, but. Um, they have announced a ton of features and new things about the game so far. They released that trailer. I'm ready for this game. I think I'm ready to to do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of those type of games that, uh, well, first of all, it's going to sell because Bungie's name is attached to it. And I'm not saying that's the only reason it'll sell, but that's the initial reason. Mm-hmm. People have high expectations. Um, Bungie has... Uh, uh, high rapport with with first person shooters, you know. Even if you were one of those Sony fanboys or Nintendo fanboys, and that I'm a fucking fan of Sony, so I can say this. Mm-hmm. That hated on Microsoft for having Halo. Halo is a damn good series. Period. I played the fuck out. Now, of Now you can't take away from that. Even if the story started getting a little fucking weird. <laughs> um. The online is the constant variable that brings people back for months mm-hmm. and years. And years. You know, so it it I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. Um I was not impressed with the demo we saw a while back, but you know, it, it probably they already said it wasn't where they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's gonna be pretty damn good by the time they get it there and by the time it releases. Um, and like I, you know, we talked. I'm not much of a first-person shooter fan anymore. I think we were oversaturated with it last gen, and we still are. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm very choosy as to which which ones I want to purchase. I'll play any of them, but I'm right. not going to buy majority of them. Right. And that'll probably be one that I buy and play for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Activision is going to have a run for their money. Well, not even because Activision is publishing both that and Call of Duty. I think Call of Duty is going to have some some competition with itself when it comes to people's attention uh, this year because Destiny is one of those games that everybody is just like even before it was it was officially revealed. Like we just had details about what it was being called and you know the Traveler and aliens and shit. Like people were already hyped for it before anything was even known for it. I'll avoid right. that hype train. <laughs> right. And, I mean, it It paid off. So far, it's paying off because it looks fucking incredible uh, from the shit that we just saw recently. Not even just, like, graphically, but the uh, the whole idea of, like, starting a mission and then, like, jumping into a, per, uh, a, a multiplayer match um, that's going against a certain enemy or you can like jump into competitive and like everything that you do from like single player to co-op to competitive kind of carries over to each other so like you get experience 
and you get weapons based on how well you know what you're doing in each of those modes. It's just pretty dope. Like you carry the same character through all of that. Yeah, and I mean it it that's the thing, it's breaking conventional boundaries that the first person shooter genre has established. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I was getting bored with it, you know, and it's not just first person shooters. Every major genre has gone through the cookie cutter stage mm-hmm. where, you know, some one developer or two, three developers kind of established the genre, made it very successful. And every other developer was like, holy shit, we can make money off of this. <laughs> you know, and they just start printing out imitations of it. Mm-hmm. It happened with the RPG and that's why the RPG went the way of the dodo for a little while because it got really kind of shitty <laughs> for a while. And then like around PS, the end of PS2 days, it, it just kind of disappeared and fell under the radar. Mm-hmm. And there were still some good ones being made, but it's just now coming back around. And I'm talking about the JRPG. Yeah. Um, yeah. First person shooter still happening. Games like Destiny probably gonna give it a refresher. Yeah. Um, every genre, man. Every genre has gone through it. If there's some success to be found in a genre, there's gonna be a developer that's gonna oversaturate the market with it I and remember. just try to make a buck off of it. And that's why I say we can't just support any and everything that comes out. Right. You know. But I'm 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 hyped for it. I'm excited for it. First, first, this is the first first-person shooter I've been excited for in a while. That's in what's up. While. We we gonna be playing that shit, man. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Huh? We're gonna play yeah, right. out of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm ready for that shit so hard. And they um they announced that it was like five hundred million dollars to develop the game. Like they spent a ridiculous amount of money. How much money? went into destiny yeah like there's a lot of million there's a lot of movies that don't have that type of budget yeah and and that's what i'm trying to tell people like gamers see the, the writing on the wall already yeah like video gaming is not a, a it's not child's play like right. a lot of people have tried to treat it in the past it's big it's huge. It's a it's billion dollar industry. Billions. Yeah. Plural, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? It's English not motherfucker. And it's to the point where it's beginning to rival the movie industry. You know, the only thing that holds the gaming industry back is you have you have a lot of these developers that's just milking it. Mm. You know? I mean you have a lot of movies that milk it. That's true. But that lens flare though. People don't, people don't, people don't think about it like that. Mm. You know, you see a dumbass uh, video game and you just still revert to, oh, that's child's play. But you see a dumbass movie and it's just just that the movie sucked. They're not going to take it out on the whole whole industry. industry, Right. You know? Yeah, that's a a really good point. Um, What was I about to say? Fucking... I think a big part of the reason why a lot of, of the games industry doesn't get respected the same way as movies, aside from like the whole like people kind of consider it um, still a toy in some ways, which is kind of fucking stupid. Got a lot of ignorant parents out there. 
Um, but also like the community sometimes is just like, like even though the, the the most vocal ones in the gaming community are the ones that are, I guess, the most negative about stuff. Like say for example, people who are like who who are making an outrage about Call of Duty, like the just the reveal, they were saying like, oh, this is gonna be a stupid piece of shit, blah blah. It's like, yo, they didn't even show any gameplay yet. Like, how are you already dismissing the game before it's out? Before they even showed anything for the game? Like, yeah. we got a community of crybabies. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And you're right, exactly. And you have um, fanboyism. Yeah, so it's hard. It goes so hard. <laughs> and, um, and there's Weetards. a new one for Nintendo, dude, the, that I just heard yesterday. Weetards. We tarred, you know, I heard a new one. A new Nin- one. Nintendo-year-olds. Nin- oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, who racks their brain thinking about this dumb shit? That shit was funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was cracking up when I read that shit yesterday. I think I was on IGN. In the comment section, the comment I section, love of course. Comment section, because it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> but um, anyway, but I'm you're right, you're right, and you see shit like that, and it just makes the gaming community as a whole look childish. Yeah, like why the fuck are, are people arguing over which console is better? Just buy the one you like and shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, I have preferences. You have preferences, but we're not gonna we're not gonna persecute Dave for buying a Xbox One. <laughs> well, the one thing I'll persecute on that is is how against it he was for so long, and then just on a whim he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna buy it. But even then, it's like it's not really it's not hurting anyone that he's buying it. I mean, they they went back on a lot of that shit that that. I would have been upset about if people kept re- supporting. So it's like, you know, they didn't make connect a, um, you know, completely always on. You can disconnect it. The DRM, some of the policies that they had for, you know, game distribution in the first place. They still need to fix their indie shit. But like a lot of the stuff that they 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 fucked up on originally isn't even a factor at this point. So yeah, but even the things you're saying are legitimate reasons to not support it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those uh, things are reasons not to support it. Microsoft, fuck them, or Sony. You know, like, at least you have a reason. Other people just, like... And a lot of them are kids whose parents are only going to buy them one console because we've been there. Yep. And so you pick whichever one you prefer, and if they could afford to buy you all of them, you would love to have all of them. I would, you know, I would, I would have all consoles if I could right now. Yeah, I mean, we we could, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we potentially could, and it's only a matter of time, especially as adults now. But it's just like as kids, especially when you know you're only getting one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking ask me for no more <laughs> that because getting one is a stretch. Yeah, you know, now okay, you got Nintendo, so you're gonna shit on the other two or whatever. Like that's yeah. childish mentality. But when you have grown ass men and women doing that, it's a problem. Yeah, I agree. And we, I've, I've been a part of that. I've been a part of that kind of like steamroller fucking effect of. Like, yeah, fucking fuck Microsoft or fuck Sony or, you know, I've, I've been a part of that before. And, like, looking back at it, it's like, damn, like, I didn't really need to think that way because, like, if I had my way, 
and somebody was like, here's a 360, have it. Like, I should take that shit. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so. Very good points. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, we talked about Call of Duty Future Warfare already. Um, I put up a video and an article actually talking about why I'm personally excited for the series, um, not just in terms of, like, the precedence that it sets for the rest of gaming development, but also for having more shit to play on on our next-gen console. So it's like, I like I like playing Call of Duty. I played Ghosts. I played the demo that came out during that weekend, the free weekend demo for Call of Duty Ghosts. And I can say from playing it that it's not as great as some of the other Call of Duty games, but it's not so bad that it's like, oh my god, this is a blasphemy on the gaming industry. It's like, all right, like, this was not a great entry into the series, but playing it again kind of like made me feel like playing Call of Duty again. Um, so I'm I'm excited to play uh, Advanced Warfare because like they they showed off you know the new things that they're doing with this series. So like jumping off of cars and shit and onto other ones. You know the exosuit visually looks way better than Ghosts, way better than any of the other games. Um, climbing on walls, you know all of the fucking. Uh, not the EMP, the d- detecting thing. So they threw out like a grenade and like it detected everyone in the area. Um, they have stealth. I'm not really excited about stealth. Um, I think that like stealth camouflage shit should not be in first person shooters, <laughs> like multiplayer at least. Um, that shit gets on my nerves. Like even in Titanfall, um, even though it like protects you from like getting stomped by Titans, it's still like annoying to get stabbed from someone who's invisible. It's like, how the fuck was I supposed to see him? Um, but yeah, I think this could this could be good for the for the industry as a whole because like for a while since people thought that they could make money off of like putting games out every one or two years, you know they were like, oh, Call of Duty's doing, it, we can all do it. Now they're they have a three year cycle between developers, and they're still probably going to have a Call of Duty every year, but at least every studio is going to have three years to work on it. So right. I think if other studios and publishers see that they're they're spending those resources on spending time with their games. You know, we've seen that a lot lately. Like Drive Club got got delayed extra so that it can put extra polish on the game, and they probably gave that three or four years of development time just so that they have the time to do it. Um, Daylight, uh, Dying Light, sorry, uh, ended up getting um, pushed back as well to like February 2015. And if they just release their games every one to two years, then it's like they're not really spending their resources properly you know we're going to get shit products as a result so yeah I, I agree with the three year cycle um, hopefully it does make for a better overall product because let's just face it regardless of how people feel about Call of Duty it's not going anywhere it's not yeah. so you know I, I have my personal reservations about the franchise um, but even still, I know eventually if it's not advanced warfare, I'm going to buy a Call of Duty game mm-hmm. this generation. I'm not going to buy them all. Mm-hmm. I'll probably only buy that one <laughs> like I did last gen because I just, you know, I feel like they take one major leap every generation and then that's it. <laughs> just different backdrop, different, um, different characters. You know, different perks. You know, they do just enough to make differentiate it a little bit from previous year, different maps. 
But overall, it's just they get they offer what people, the core players of Call of Duty, are asking for. Right. But for someone like myself, who's not too big in the shooter, first-person shooters anymore, anyway, it's not enough for me to want to get it every year. But I'll be looking out for Advanced Warfare. But seeing that it comes out so soon near Destiny, yeah. if I enjoy Destiny that much, I'm say fuck it. <laughs> And then Evolve comes out around the same time, like September, I think, is when Evolve comes out, and that game sounds dope. Yeah, it looks cool. Those will probably be the the only first-person shooters I buy for this year. Um, I mean, I'll look out for Wolfenstein. I'm not really that hyped for it. Um, It's got like an old-school type of feel to it for first-person shooters, so I like that. I might get it when it's cheaper, though, because there's just going to be so much shit to play. There's already so much shit to play. True. And that's another thing, too, people got to remember is that you don't have to buy the game right when it comes out because a lot of the times, you know, a month from then, it'll be $10 cheaper. So, at one, at one way, you know, I complain about their, you know, the games coming out at $60, but at the same time, they go on, like, Amazon, for example, it's a sale for a game every fucking other day. Like, I remember. Exactly. Was it. Um, the guys who made Mortal Kombat who did the DC one was that what was that game called again? The guys who made Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um. Fuck. My brain is not letting me think of this game. Injustice. Oh. Okay. Damn. Yeah. They made Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Same oh, developers. <laughs> no wonder it's a good game. Yeah. Injustice was on a uh, PS4 on sale for like. $35 for digital uh, download at some point. And that was only like two month, a month and a half or two months after it released on PS4? Some, some, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, shit. You know, just, just wait a little while if it's a game that you like or you're interested in. Just wait a little while and pick it up when it's a little cheaper because, like, I agree to an extent. You know, a lot of the games are, are way too expensive to be asking for that much right out the gate, but they're going to go down in price. Um, Nintendo, there were rumors that Nintendo would have new hardware at E3. Um, Nintendo's denying it, but we did see a patent come through um, that was a modular uh, handheld. So basically, like, you can take a thumbstick and put it in a different area or change the thumbstick so that it's not, like, a little pad. It would be, like, an actual stick. Um... And they, they, they revealed, well, they leaked pack, uh, patents of that. And people are thinking that that might be what they reveal as the new hardware at some point, or that might be something else. But I'm not really sure what to make of this because people are saying, some people are saying that this is a rumor, and then Nintendo just like straight out said that that's not even a thing that they're doing. They're not going to reveal any new hardware, but they're not even going to be at E3. They're going to have their own press conference thing. Well, uh,. I don't. I didn't hear too much about that pad, that thing you were talking about, the thumbstick. Mm-hmm. But regardless, to me, what you're explaining sounds like a peripheral. Mm. So, and Nintendo would be committing suicide <laughs> if they created a new console, and those six million something people that have purchased their their console mm-hmm. would be pissed. Yeah. Pissed. 
telling you, man, they'd be fucking pissed off yeah. because essentially you just wasted your money. Yeah. Because we know how Nintendo does. Nintendo and Microsoft are very similar in regards to when a new console comes out, the old one's not supported. Mm. Very long. Mm. It's just how it is. That's how it's always been. And, um, yeah, that would mean that the Wii U wouldn't be getting much support after that. And if they would get support, you would really be dividing your own market shares. You know, because people that just bought the Wii U is like, fuck, no, I'm not buying a new console. And people that, you know, may potentially like the new console, they might not even buy it right, right away. Because they'll be like, they're yeah, they're just going to release a new one. This, <laughs> yeah, let's see how this works. Let's see if people go buy it. And if it buys, if people buy it and it's supported by third parties, I'll get it. Mm-hmm. But that's a big if. Then it, it would fuck up so much. Then third parties be like, wait, they just made a new console and I wasn't supporting the first one. <laughs> you know, like let's see, let's see if people buy it mm. and they will support it. The people like, let's see if it's supported, then we'll buy it. Yeah, I mean, it's an endless it's just, cycle. A cycle, man. It can't do that. Well, what if it was a peripheral that went with the Wii U? So if it was a controller that was like a modular controller that was for the Wii U, because they did that with uh with Mad Cats made a modular controller for the 360 and PS3. What I think should potentially happen. I don't know, man, because you started marketing your product to have that big-ass tablet controller. Yeah. And supposedly, you know, you could do you could do a lot with a tablet controller, but if you're the only one supporting that functionality and that's the reason your console costs so damn much mm. is the controller... They need to leave that shit alone unless like because I haven't seen anything that they've done with it that's so evolutionary or revolutionary that it warrants buying a third party game that could potentially come out on Xbox One and PS4 for your Wii U instead. I saw for the the, the, new, the Mario game that they had like you can um, move stuff with your finger on the screen that's elements on the on the TV screen, for example, like the platforms, you can move them. And then there's some that are activated by wind power. So you have to, you have to blow your controller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's some cool things I saw for, okay. for Mario that were like that, but I haven't seen anything else aside from that. That was okay. really like well, using this controller. You know, Nintendo are always the ones that uh, innovate for their own hardware. That's just how it's going to be. But how uh, you know, like Nintendo comes out with maybe three big time IPs every year, four maybe, mm-hmm. three four, yeah. which you know it's that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Last really. year was Mario and Pikmin. I'm trying to think. Last year was what Mario and Pikmin. Okay, okay, and I think that's two. <laughs> yeah, and. That's, you know, those look like fun games. Mm-hmm. I've yet to play any of them, but they look fun. But it's like if you don't have third-party support and you're only cranking out three, four big-time games yourself every year and you're the only one really using those functions, you could have made your console like 250 Yeah. and foregone that damn controller. 
And you probably, even if you didn't have all those games, you would be selling like hotcakes right now. Right. Because those kids whose parents are only going to buy them one, who bought them the Wii, Mm -hmm. hey, the next Nintendo console's out. It's $250 as well. It's a lot cheaper. You know, I'm buying him. I'm buying little retarded Timmy that, (laughs) you know. And um, shit like that, dude, it's just like they got to if if you want to be so different, like they dropped out of the main race after the GameCube. Yeah. If you want to be so different, you have to set yourself so far apart. Yeah. You're not you're not competing graphically. If you're not competing graphically, you can't put a price that competes. Yeah with the other products because granted as gamers we know graphics don't mean everything but people are going to go with what they initially see and the first thing you notice are graphics and if you see PS4 can create a model of a piece of shit that looks like a real piece of shit (laughs) whereas we use shit looks like PS3 shit, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just like, people are going to be like, why the fuck am I paying three, 300, 350 for this? Yeah. You know, I can buy a PS3 that can push out the same graphics for $250 or 269 or whatever. Yeah. And they already have a whole fucking library. Library. Yeah, they kind of, they kind of set themselves up for for getting fucked with the Wii. Hard. Yeah. I so I'm 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 stuck in a place where I feel like if they did a modular like handheld device that would be dope. But then if they like I don't I have no idea what they can do at this point for their Wii U to like bring it back into the realm of relevancy like the, all right mario kart 8 is about to come out and that shit looks like it's going to be dope they have go ahead yeah, i'm listening go ahead man they have bayonetta 2 coming out oh yeah um, at some point oh yeah oh yeah they have uh fucking legend of zelda is is slated for release soon they think they're going to announce that um during their uh, nintendo direct and so they have a couple of things up their sleeves. It's just a matter of, I guess, getting it into the hands of as many people as possible. And to like to do yep. that, they would have to make that shit mad cheap. If they announced Zelda at this year's E3 or whatever the hell their conference is, that Zelda might not come out till next year. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, but all they have to do is get their games to market. Yeah. All, that's, all you, that's all you can do at this point in time. It's like with the original Wii, yeah, the original Wii came out fucking swinging. Yeah. You know, they Nintendo knew we're underpowered, but we're cheaper and we have a different way to play. Yeah. You're doing, you did the same thing with the Wii U, but you didn't deliver on the games fast enough. So with the original Wii, they, they knew those three things. We're underpowered, but we have a different way to play and we're cheaper. And we got um, Mario Galaxy coming out within the first year. Right. We have um, 
Wii Sports is bundled with every console. Zelda Twilight Princess coming out day and date mm-hmm. with the console. Mm-hmm. We ha- they had the game just flowing. And then, the they, they, then they had no they games had, after. They had Metroid Three come out. They had they had their top three games come out: Zelda, Metroid, and Mario. And I'm not talking about no 2D side scrolling Mario. I'm talking about real fucking Mario, a real new shit. Mario. Yeah, a new Mario. And then you even had uh, Super Paper Mario come out that spring later. Like they had their biggest IPs come out within a year and a half. And granted, they didn't have too much else after that. But they already sold like a motherfucker. Like they didn't give a fuck after that. They were like, "Fuck you guys, we got your money," you know. So, but but now you still had an underpowered game system with a different way to play that was a little bit cheaper, and you kind of just like released the games like staggering them. You know, it's just it's they just did it. They did it wrong this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and part of that is now people don't have Nintendo on the mind the same way that they had it when, when they would have if they would have came out swinging with all that shit. But at the same time, if they did that, they would have what would they have for you know year two and three and four? That would be my biggest question: is what what would they have later on? Right. Right. But. Oh well, all they can do is get them games to market, man. That's all they can do. They might do a like, price drop. I don't want to hear no bitching. What? They might. They might need to do a price drop too. That yeah, that too. But what are they going to drop the price to? Isn't it three hundred dollars now? I think so. I think they got rid of the white edition because no one was buying that shit. What was it like four gigs or something like that? Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like my fucking—that's so outdated. Like you can save what two games on that shit? Well, you could apparently what Nintendo did, which was ingenious for their their system. Now is that they they made each save file super super small, so you don't have to you don't have to load anything onto the hard drive, and you don't have to um, you don't have to have the save files be big at all. But I think also that might be a reason why third parties don't want to fuck with it, because like for the three, for the PS the PS4 and Xbox One, they've they've developed the game in a way that allows it to be to save information on the hard drive, and so if they develop it on the Wii U, they can't use a hard drive. They have to develop it in an entirely different way. True. So I hadn't even thought about that until just now, but they they developers probably would have been on board with the Wii U if not for certain things like that. And like, of course, you're making you're making it for like a console that's basically in between next gen and last gen. Right. That's just crazy. Yeah, just call me when Zelda releases, man. <laughs> Before then, I don't even want to hear about Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, they might they might announce some new IPs this year, or they might not. Or <laughs> they might not. You're right. <laughs> we might. We never know. This is true. Um, 
I guess to go along with that bit of gaming news, what we were talking about like Microsoft and Halo, but there's um there's rumors of course of a whole bunch of games coming out. Um I could bring up a list of two two links. Yeah, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to just read off off of the lists cuz these are actually things that I just saw before this before this podcast was put together. All right. So uh, this is leaked stuff from Wednesday from a website called The Cut and Dry. I can send you a link to it if you want it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is the place. Oops. Wrong fucking thing. And this is the PlayStation one. I hadn't seen anything for um, for Nintendo for rumors, but... For you guys at home who are not reading this right now, um, Rise 2 is in development, apparently. According to the leaks, these are all rumors. Um, will be announced at the show in real-time in-game trailer. Gone is a Roman period. Enter the medieval setting. The game will offer more freedom of exploration and a refined combat system. The main character is a cell sword of sorts with a greater destiny. This game looks beyond belief. No release date, possibly late 2016. Forza Horizon 2, announced in October 2014 via Playground Games. I don't know what that means. Um, estimated 80 hours of single-player gameplay. I don't know how that fucking works. <laughs> um, 343 Industries unveils Halo 2 Anniversary coming out this year. Um, it'll include the E3 20, 2013 mission as a bonus unlockable in the maps from PC version. Uh, no turn 10 this year except in supportive capacity of Playground. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, Halo 5 will get a release date. Rare prepping a reboot of Battletoads in Perfect Dark. Um, we haven't seen fucking Battletoads in ages, so that would be kind of cool to actually see. Man, I'm not going to lie. Fuck that game. Man. <laughs> oh, that game is so hard that it's broken. <laughs> that shit was like, mad hard. You intentionally made the game. I'm talking about Battletoads Double Dragon. <laughs> that shit was ridiculous, man. Like, yo, you've played that, right? I think so. I've played that and I've played um, Battletoads versus... Um, some, it was on Super Nintendo and I remember playing that game. That shit was hard as fuck, too. Yo, the Battletoads Double Dragon game. I, I remember getting... The furthest I ever got was up to like I beat the dude with the machine gun he was like the third boss or the fourth boss and then you just go into outer space and you're like shooting at shit and then I yeah I got onto the ship in outer space but I never made it past that ship like I never made it off that ship god damn and I think that was one of the I thought that was one of the furthest levels you can go and I thought that you know I was close to the end but I I was watching a video, like, years down the road. I'm talking about last year. <laughs> I don't even think I was close to beating the game. God damn. Did you have, did you, did you have like, passwords you had to put in to go to, like, progression? Or was it just straight oh, through? Dude, I'm talking about, this is before passwords. This is oh, when. God damn. This is when you had to start and finish in the same sitting. Yeah, that's and crazy. I'm talking about. Like it was so hard, you couldn't even get pissed off that you died. Like you, you, you just expected it, man. And 
you all you wanted to do in the game is make it a little bit further than you did last time. <laughs> you were satisfied. It's like you, Black you Monopoly. Know, no one ever wins. You just do a little better each time. <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> but I would still play it to this day if they ever made it because it was good. It was good, and you know, as sometimes as a child, you like you think a game is so hard, and I know this isn't the same case. Mm-hmm. As a child, you think a game so hard, and you come back to it years later, and you're like, "Yo, I used to struggle on this part." Yo, that's how it was in the first Devil May Cry. When I, that fr- game came out, I was struggling with that game. And I played it like years later. I was like, yo, I got this shit. <laughs> like, the first Devil May Cry was so, in retrospect to mm-hmm. the, some of the other ones, so fucking easy. Like, yeah. on its own merits, it's not the easiest game in the world. But, yeah, compared to Devil May Cry 3, yeah, before the Greatest Hits Edition, yep. where they dumbed down the difficulty, yep. man, that game was Ridiculous. I played the fuck out of that game. Man, I played that shit too, man. I need to get that collection. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> shit. It was so good. Fuck Capcom, man. They fuck up everything they touch now. Yo, what me cry for? What the fuck was that? Four? So you talk about DMC reboot. <laughs> Well, I mean, they published it, but they didn't develop it. They had. It's a good game, but theory. you can't call it Devil May Cry. Yeah, they shouldn't have bothered. They really shouldn't have bothered. Um, Rare is prepping a re. Oh yeah, I already said that. Fuck. Um, apparently, Perfect Dark is going to be kind of a third-person action game, kind of like Uncharted. Um, Epic will be there to unveil new game based on the Samaritan demo from 2012. I don't even know what that fuck that is. Um. Good Science Studio will unveil their Connect-only game, Echo Black. The game is controlled via the use of Connect. The player plots to an adventure game, blah, blah, blah. No release date. Twisted Pixel will have a game. Black Tusk will show a CGI trailer for Gears of War. Um, Lift London will show some stuff. No one has any details on that. Um, this game called Phantom Dust, I don't know if you guys at home know about. I don't know if you know about Phantom Dust either. Um, it was basically a game that... Uh, that came out that was based on cards and you equipped cards and those cards were your abilities in battle and you can assign them to like the left trigger and then press square triangle circle or x or whatever the fuck it was on on it was a b x and y on xbox i just did that without even realizing i did that shit (laughs) um but that was that was it it was a game that only released like a certain limited number of copies were ever released of it because they didn't think it was going to be that successful and people picked it up and were like, this shit's dope. So we might see that. Um, let's see if there's anything else on here. Uh, Leap Experienced Pioneers will announce a game that looks like a Mass Effect inspired. And games with gold will be announced for Xbox One finally for people with Xbox Ones. <laughs> And there's rumor that Fallout 4 will be shown at uh, Microsoft's press conference. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... Mm, if they did that, that would that would be crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, Fallout, Fallout 3 was fun. Um, I was one of those people that played it like a year, two years later. So mm-hmm. I wasn't... The hype had died down so I could genuinely just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I would have been pissed off if I bought it day one and people were like, 
Oh my God! The birthday ever! Skate, 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 skate. Yeah, and it was, it was, it was great. But I was just, I, I just don't. Some certain games I can't buy into hype. You know, like I want to play it on my own time, and I want to be able to enjoy it genuinely. Mm. But I didn't feel like it was unlike anything I've ever played before. Right. You know, granted, the finished product was something, an experience all in its own, but they took elements from all your favorite types of games. Right. You know, so that's what made it so cool and the fact that it worked. Right. I I um I was one of those people, too, that I wasn't really buying into the hype at first. I was like, it looks it doesn't look that appealing in terms of like its visuals and shit. But like I, I became really immersed in that game. I was surprised at how much I ended up liking it. Um, you know, it had a it had a really great story, uh, a lot of interesting characters who were inhabiting the world, and like the entire world overall was just like you went through these vaults where people like made bunkers and like fucking you could like depending on what choices you made throughout the game, everything can change. So spoiler alert for people who didn't play it yet, but like the beginning section. Um, there's this girl that you like when you're little and like you get older or if you're playing as a girl, I guess it'll be different. And her father was like the leader of the vault that you were living in all up until that point. And like you can choose to kill him. You can choose to to have someone else kill him. You can choose to leave him alone. Like there were mad different things you could do in that one scenario where it would just change the entire dynamic of that. But I don't remember if you ever ended up seeing her again, though. I don't remember either. She probably was tricking somewhere. <laughs> but, fuck her. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that game was pretty dope, though. Um, I would love to see what they did with the next-gen version of that concept of like having completely different stories based on the decisions you make. Yeah, it's, it's bound to happen. It's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. The next Elder Scrolls game? <sighs> Dude, I've never gotten into Elder Scrolls. I've never gotten into it. Have I you played Skyrim Obliv- at all? I bought Oblivion. I played it for a little while. And then I thought it was cool, but I never bought Skyrim. But it was just like... I'm, I'm not that... like. Growing up on RPGs, I'm used to the JRPG. Yeah. So it's like the Western versions, I don't fuck with them the same <laughs> way. Like, And then the Western versions, because I'm used to the JRPG where it's like story comes at the forefront. Mm. And then you don't get to explore until late later on in the game. Mm. You know, after you've, you've invested like 10 fucking hours, you know, or five hours. The Western RPG is kind of like scary. It's like they throw everything after at like you. after like twenty minutes, the whole world is open to you. Yeah, you know, and I'm just like, where do I go? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm fucking scared. Yeah, I'm fucking lost, man. <laughs> it's like a fucking puppy that was just born, and you're like, go, go, do whatever the fuck you want. You know, it's like he's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not ready for that. You yeah. gotta weave him off the tip. Yeah, you can't just watch him off and don't figure this shit out. Yeah, man. I, it's just, it's too much. You make a good point, though. There's a lot of Western games that are RPGs do do a very uh, 
not they don't do a poor job of it, but they don't do as well of a job of kind of easing you into the experience. Well, it's it's intentional though. They want you to be the the your own, you know, fulfill your own destiny. Yeah, which is cool. It's a cool concept, but at the end of the day, I'm not too fond of games where I could create my own character that whose name is never really mentioned. Yeah, that's the one thing that sucks. Like they're trying to put you in the role of the character, so I understand that. But it's like you never truly get attached to that person mm. because they have no real identity in the world around them. Right. So that that's why I prefer the JRPG, where you know, it's it's that more character. story oriented instead of exploration. And JRPG is exploration, but it's like they don't let you just simply explore every facet of the earth that fast mm. you know that so it's just it's just different preferences man mm-hmm. and i still have oblivion one of these days i'm gonna really sit down and play it mm-hmm. but till then i'm not pressed i mean it's been like what fucking eight years yeah it's been a long time it's yeah. been a long time what i love about a lot of western rpgs is is like you said you can create your own character and like i'm a nut for that shit like Give me a game where I can like. This is a game called um, uh, Black Sand or some shit like that. Black Desert. That's what it is. Black Desert. It's a game that's on um, PC only for now, and it it has character customization that I've not seen in any game, um, even Elder Scrolls. Like it's just that deep. Like you can alter. You know how big your titties are, or like how wide your rib cage is, or fucking like the length of your arms and shit. Like for me, you know, artists as well. Like I, I get off on that shit. Like I love the the ability to do that. But I would love if beyond the ability to create your character the way you want them to look, that like like you said, they that people interact with them and like call them out by name and like it's hard. It's a hard thing to go for. Like I think Mass Effect probably did this the most successfully and like being able to have you feel like you're attached to your character after you've created them like their last name is still Shepard so like they're still referred to as Shepard and like they're still they still have a backstory that is relatable to what goes on in the game um and I think that's one of the reasons why I I personally love that series so much that like they made you really attached to all of the characters not just your main character the one that you play as and I think if we can I think that's something that a lot of RPG makers still miss. Like they miss the idea of like kind of what makes that game the way they tell the story special and that. Um, but I think I think if we can get experiences that are that allow you to be attached to characters like that in non-traditional R- uh, RPGs, that we might see more more attachment. You know, you might get more invested in games like that because you played Mass Effect Two, right? Yeah, never beat it. But did you like it? I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than like Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like you said, you it, it gives you more of a happy medium. Mm-hmm. So you're still getting that emotional connection and you still have a squad-based type of game where you're not the only one you're relying on and the interaction between the characters is what drives the story forward. Right. And that's all you can ever ask for from the type of, J, the type of RPGs I like. I'm I'm not used to being the only motherfucker in the world. No one gives a shit about you. No one even knows your name. <laughs> you know. 
and you you can you know you're nobody. Yeah, you're no fucking body, and you can in the Oblivion games or Elder Scrolls, you can be a complete dickhole if you want. You can kill babies and slaughter cows and shit. You know, it's just like, damn, man, this is too much fucking freedom. And, you know, you get powerful enough, yeah, they throw your ass in jail or whatever, and you could bribe your way out. You can fucking break your way out. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yo, this is some corrupt shit. (laughs) It's crazy, man. I remember, matter of fact, Oblivion, I played it a little bit more than I give it credit for. I remember this one side mission. I went up in a bar or someone's tavern or some shit, and the guy approached me. He was like, hey, you know, you look fucking strong. And I was like, really? How do you know? <laughs> and then um, he was just like, shit, is going, shit has been going missing in my house at night, and I think someone's stealing from me. You know what? Can you investigate that? He's like, I'm going to lock the door. You stay in here until nightfall, and if someone comes in here, you know, beat the shit out of them. I think I remember this mission. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, you just fucking met me. And it didn't even give me an option to talk to his ass for real. Like, yeah. it was either a yes or no, I'll do this shit. Like, yeah. I was just like, this is real incon- inconvenient, <laughs> you know? I, maybe I don't want to do this shit, but if I say no, will I have the option to do it later? Yeah. You know, I, I didn't. I don't know how these type of games work, dude. Mm. So, I I agreed, and then it was a little exhilarating, actually. Like, he just gave you the freedom to approach the mission how you want. Like, right. I'm in his crib, he left, and I'm like, oh shit, I can steal if I want my damn right. self. Right. And then I was like, nah, let me not do that shit. And then um, I was like, where should I hide? Yeah. When the fuck are they gonna get here? Who is it? Yeah. You know, and then it ended up being like three fucking people. And they kind of like teleported into his fucking house. And then they were really ransacking the joint. Until yeah. I popped up. I was like, hey, what's up? What's up, bro? They were like, oh, fucking shit. <laughs> and I beat the shit out of every one of them to a bloody pulp, man. But that was cool. It was cool. But it's just like... You know, the guy just was like, yeah, I knew it was those motherfuckers type shit. Like, it was shit like that, like, kind of just thanked me a little bit and didn't really give me shit. You know, I was just like, man, you're a fucking asshole. I shouldn't have done anything for you. Well, I uh, that's that's another point I, I think is dope because, like, even though the game is open world like that, like for Skyrim, for example, like you start off in this guided experience and then like 20 minutes later, like you said, literally everything else is open to you. One of the things that I think um, this MMO Wildstar does really well that I heard about from the Polaris podcast is that they um, there's a navigation uh, little arrow. Like, you know, how, like other games, like guided games, they give you a navigation and they tell you where to go. Yeah. One of the things that I liked about that idea is that, like, you were guided toward, towards an objective at all times if you wanted to be. And so the option to kind of, like, even to just go from mission to mission to mission would be dope. And that's one of the reasons why I don't like a, some of the open world games, like Assassin's Creed 3, for example, um, is that, like, you spend so much time traversing to each area. Even though you can teleport to some areas, you can't do it for your missions at all. So, like, 
you have to go through the snow and like up in the trees and then through this other place to get to certain places. And it was like that in Borderlands as well, where you had to like, for your missions, you couldn't just teleport to the next place and just start getting into it. You just had to like go fucking travel the entire way. Right. And I think if they could be better about finding that happy medium between those two, I would find myself more drawn towards them. Yeah. But speaking of Assassin's Creed and like Grand Theft Auto, Mm -hmm. those are open world experiences as well. But I think it's the creative character that I can't get with, dude, Mm -hmm. because it's like you're so detached from who you're playing as. Mm. They want you to feel like it's you, but there's no no one else acknowledges who you are. Motherfucker look like me. (laughs) You know, there's usually like what, two fucking African American skin colors and And it's either as dark as the fucking night or a motherfucker that just doesn't look black. Period. He looked like he's fucking um, Middle Eastern or some shit. (laughs) You know? Or a fucking pedophile. And then, skin color. <laughs> and then even the, uh, <laughs> then even the um, cause they they just don't consider minorities. Mm. Really, they don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't consider minorities, and like they have what, fucking two African American hairstyles. You got cornrows. <laughs> or and Afro. Fuck, how many people rocks cornrows now? I mean, it's still a thing. It's still a thing. Not that many fucking people. Not stop. That many. <laughs> or you got the fucking afro. Like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, this is not the 60s. This is not the 90s. Just like, come on, man. Do you really want me to feel attached to this guy? <laughs> There's always a buzz cut. There's always a buzz cut. Fuck that That's shit. That's three. That's three. No, that cut, buzz cut is universal. <laughs> that don't even count. So at least for like open world games like Assassin's Creed and Grand Theft Auto, you have a main character who is a nobody in the beginning, but the world gradually starts to revolve around them, you know, and their successes and, and they, people know who they are, you know, it's just, it's, it's the rags to riches type story in Grand Theft Auto and, um, Assassin's Creed, you just become more and more notorious. Right. So it's just like you are some fucking body. That's the difference for me. I think that's. I think I figured it out. Yeah. That's really, fuck with create your character type game. Mm. I hope. I hope Black Desert is successful because if we could, if we can see, if we can see that level of customization, but still have a level of character involvement that we see in those games like Assassin's Creed and Borderlands and Grand Theft Auto I would be a happy ass camper because I agree with you I think a lot of games don't even acknowledge your character is even Skyrim does this a little bit better than the other games but like all of the Elder Scrolls games I played I played as a red guard which is a black dude basically and like in most of those games they don't even acknowledge the fact that you're a red guard they're just like hey you look like you're from around here how about you help me out with this thing it's like I'm. I can fucking run circles around you, dude. Yeah, I'm like, dude. Out of all the fucking people in the world, you pick me to help your ass do something. <laughs> like, how many people came in and out of this fucking tavern today? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, 
here's some of the stuff for the for the Sony's E3 uh, rumors at least. Um, Uncharted four three minute trailer showcasing in engine pack uh, footage uh, with a few gameplay segments. Uh, they're supposed to be unprecedented and um, amazing, best we've ever seen in the industry. Blah blah blah. Um, Media Molecules' new title will be a benchmark for the Morpheus. 3D world building, beautiful, quirky visuals, extremely creative and fun. Possibly related to the entwined trademark filed last week by SCE. Um, Gran Turismo 6 coming to PS4. Um, then it'll have something to do with Gran Turismo 7 prologue. Stunning visuals, extra features, blah, blah, blah. I'm not really that excited for Gran Turismo at this point. No, fuck no. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, it sounds like some good stuff, man. Yeah. I'm excited for the next Uncharted, but I, it's just with so much going on at Naughty Dog Studios and mm. The Last of Us. Yeah. You know, it's like, what precedence will Uncharted set now? Right. And that's that's what Naughty Dog does, to to me at least. It's like, when their newest IP comes out, I don't really think about the old ones anymore. Mm-hmm not like that like when uh when jack and daxter came out and i didn't i didn't play those till like late in the game like i'm talking about i already had a ps3 oh before the they made the compilation version yeah i I visited my little cousin um one one weekend or something and he was he was still like really young so he he knew i was like a gamer yeah and he looked up to me in that regard, and he was just like, can you help me get past this part? And he just gave the fucking controller to me. And I was like, yo, this game is fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, Jack, and I Jack was my shit. own file and shit. Yeah. Like, man, fuck you. <laughs> I play. But, um. Big Cousins here, bitch. <laughs> but it's like, once Jack and Daxter came out, you know, I didn't really think about Crash Bandicoot that much, and same thing Uncharted. I didn't think about Jack mm-hmm. much. You know, it's not like I was like, "Oh, I need a, a sequel to Jack." I know there's some people that feel like that, but I don't. And then The Last of Us, I'm not saying it makes me feel like I don't want to play Uncharted anymore. But if Uncharted is gonna be the same, what we've already seen, it's the, if it's gonna be the same type of game where you know, it'd be like you're treasure hunters. Then there's some bad guy chasing you. And now all of a sudden there are monsters. And it's some type of crazy shit happening. Yeah, it's like you've created a sequence of events that is not a surprise anymore. Um, and it's fun regardless. And when I was playing number three, I was like, I wonder what the, what type of crazy shit was. Yeah. Because we knew yeah. it was going to happen at that point. But you knew it one was and two. Exactly. Yeah. They, they so already have a pattern down. I don't want that pattern anymore. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I put this in, in my video talking about Naughty Dog. It's like they, have, um, like they have this whole stigma that goes with the game now. Like every other set piece that you have, you know, Nathan is hanging on by two fingers again and someone has to pull him up. It's like, all right, yeah. at what yeah, point I am I going to stop being interested in these sequences? Yeah, I don't want set pieces anymore if if that's what you i love they're amazing to watch the first time right first couple times but it's like i want it to be something where a lot of variations of things could potentially happen right 
like, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's make it the, so that in Uncharted 2, if he didn't grab onto that railing of that train just in the nick of time, some other thing could have happened where he still survives, but now he has to actually scale that fucking mountainside. And he has a broken arm now. Like, and, yeah. yeah. Some crazy shit. Just, just make it more brutal like The Last of Us. Because, because... I thought Joel was... Pro- spoiler alert to anyone who didn't play fucking Last of Us. I'll give you like five seconds to skip this part. <laughs> but I thought Joel was going to die. I thought he was going to die. Yo, I thought... At one point, I thought they were going to be that fucking bold and let him die too. Mm. And I was... While it was going on, while he was like fucking bleeding out, yeah, I was like, I was just like, yo, no, they're not gonna do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, yo, they are not gonna do this. Yo, and then, you, then he cuts over to fuck. Ellie. She's alone. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what? and then I was like, yo, they did it. <laughs> yo. And that's what they wanted you to think. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's happy they didn't do it. But if they would have been ballsy to do that it would have been nothing was off the table at that point huh i said nothing would have been off the table at that point yeah Yeah. exactly i think if they would have been ballsy enough to do that then the game would have probably been proclaimed even better Mm. than it already is because some people the way they ended the game was kind of some i I was upset at first, but I kind of learned to live with it because I'm like, okay, life goes on type of shit. But it was uneventful. Mm. You know, if that motherfucker fucking died and then she had a conflict of interest, you know, do I continue to pursue something all alone as a child Mm. in a world that has taken away everybody I've ever cared about? Mm Mm-hmm. Just so I could potentially save the world that has nothing left for me. Right. Or do I just say fuck it and try to make my way to safety and just live? Yeah. You know, that would have been like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> there was a there was some concept art that got released. Um it was it was fan concept art, but it was dope nonetheless. And it was um actually I can show you this shit right now. It was a it was a really beautifully done piece. Copy link address. It's on Facebook, so I'm not sure if you'll you'll probably still be able to see it. But somebody, uh, this dude, this artist, made this concept art of Ellie um, sitting down, kind of by a lake, with a guitar in her hand. So, like in the game, you play, and uh, she has the guitar in her hand, and she's she's um you know. Learning to pl- she wants to learn how to play the guitar because because Joel knows how to play, and in this picture she's older and there are some like soldiers behind her, and the story that this is supposed to kind of go along with this is that like she's in this world and there's someone after her because they learned that she has um, the ability to to be immune to this virus to this the, the fungus the cordyceps, yep. and they're after her and they want to they want to finish the mission that got started from the beginning. And the way that they describe it in this sounds like it would be a dope sequel. Like, I would play the fuck out of that. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, they gotta make a fucking sequel. 
like for a game like this, number one, it's sold like a very fucking well. It's sold beyond their expectation. Right. How often do you hear a company say that? Right. And then on top of that, you had how much DLC for it? It's been a fucking year now. And you're just putting out your last piece of DLC and you're porting it to the PS4. Right. So you're trying to expand the the horizon of those who never bought a PS3 but bought a PS4 and heard so much about it. Right. You know? I'm telling you, man, there gotta be a sequel and you're no one's gonna put out fan art like or not fan art, but um he works for the company, right? I don't think so. Oh uh, well think, whatever. I think Neil Druckmann was the dude who, who tweeted about it. But I don't think he um I don't think he he is working or affiliated with Naughty Dog in any way. Uh well, well fuck it. I mean, granted, regardless, it's like they need to do it. They need to do it. Right. They just need to do it, man. Like The Last of Us was one of my favorite games ever. <laughs> I don't I don't even say that anymore. Yeah. Like I can't think of a single series during PS3 generation where I'm like, this is one of my favorite games ever. ever. Like Uncharted series, I love it, but I'm still not gonna say that. I would say I, w- I would say it for Uncharted. Uncharted two did that for me. Uncharted three I thought was a great game too, but it didn't do the same thing as it did. Uncharted two maybe Maybe, just maybe, but it's still still not definite. It like my list is very small of games ever. Like Uncharted Two was one of the best of that generation. Mm-hmm. You know, I will never forget it, and I would never sell it or nothing like that. But I'm talking about game that just blew me the fuck away. Like I uncharted 2 maybe i I beat that game so many fucking times dude. like <laughs> i don't recall beating any other game as many times as i beat uncharted 2 like ever really ever i beat uncharted 2 so many fucking times <laughs> another game i might have beat as many times as uncharted 2 and maybe more is metal gear solid 3 mm-hmm. um and the only other reason some of my other favorite games I've never beat that many times is because some of my other favorite games are old school RPGs. That's going to take you mad long to play like 70 plus hours to beat because I'm not going to play an old school RPG and not unlock everything while I'm doing it. I'm not just going to beat it just to fucking beat it. That's true. I'm going to experience it all again. So it's going to take me at least 70 hours to do, which I, for old school RPGs, for some reason, once I get towards the end, I just stop playing. Maybe because I I did everything else. Like beating it is not the main objective anymore. Right. I've already done that. Yeah, I feel especially with the introduction of trophies, it's like there's more things you can experience in the game that you probably didn't even know was there. Right. So yeah, that is also a thing. Hmm. They're going to make a sequel. They have to. They really have to. At this point, especially with everybody, you know, hopping on the hype train. As again, title of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, they they mentioned that Kill Strain 
is going to be a thing. People think it's going to be related to Siphon Filter, but I think Sony has kind of talked about that, or someone at Sony said that it wasn't, but I would like to see a Siphon Filter. I would love to see a fucking Siphon Filter. I'd love to see a Medieval. I'd love to see a Heavenly Sword 2. There's rumors that they're going to be showing that. Without all the without all the gimmicks, yeah, that shit. Because sometimes I would turn it on and start playing, and then you get to the beginning where you have to a uh, move your arrow with the fucking controller, and I'm just like, turn this shit off. <laughs> they didn't implement I, that part very well. Turn and you have to move the boulders with the controller. I'm just, I hated that shit. <laughs> hated it. And then the arrows, you can control the arrows with it. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Wipeout is making a transition to PS4, apparently. These are all according to the rumors. Quantic Dream has a trailer prepared. I don't even know what that is. Um, But, oh, that's the developer who worked on uh, Beyond Two Souls and the Dark Sorcerer. um, That little tech demo they had. Uh, Ready at Dawn is going to show off um, their game. The order, and that's supposed to be. Some people are saying like it's going to be the PS4's Uncharted, uh, the PS4, uh, what Uncharted Two was for PS3, that this will be for PS4, and maybe we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Sony London's going to have some things they're showing off. Guerrilla Games is going to bring a RPG. Um, these are the guys who made Killzone, so that'll be interesting. To think about them making an RPG instead of a first-person shooter, but I'm on board for it. After I played Shadowfall, I don't even want no more fucking kills. Oh man! Yeah, I don't. I don't need any more. I don't but need the, any more of that. They, but they did the same thing I talked about not liking. They just made you a no fucking body. Yeah. Like at least with two and three, you felt the camaraderie of your homies. Like yeah. You were all in it together, and at any point in time, shit could hit the fucking fan. But with Shadowfall, as soon as I thought the game, the campaign was about to get, like, real good, and, like, yeah, they just attacked our such and such and such. Y'all gotta go get them. They say y'all or we. And there's just you. And you're the only motherfucker that ever goes into battle. Yeah. I don't see no squad, no nothing. Yeah. I don't even remember the guy's name. Uh, I think it's uh, Keller. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> that's, my, that's my whole thing. Like you were a nobody. <laughs> I hate. I just can't stand games where you're. It makes me feel like you're disposable. Yeah, that's true. And sure enough, <laughs> motherfucker. Fuck. Fuck. Sh- I don't like shit like that. I don't like shit like that. <laughs> it just um, makes me feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah, then I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but then they they definitely um yeah. They definitely they did they did something different though than they would have than most other developers would do in that situation. So that was cool. At the end, at the very end. I know. Yeah. I th- I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, let's see if there's anything else in here. Oh yeah, Ninja Theory PS4 exclusive, possibly Heavenly Sword sequel. Um, uh, anything else in there? RPG. Oh yeah, Project Beast. 
Um, yeah, I don't know if you heard anything about this, but nope. Basically, it looks like Demon Souls two. So Demon Souls that me and you played back in the day looks like it might be getting a sequel finally. So not Dark Souls. It's just like set in the same type of vein as as Demon Souls. Right, that's cool. Yeah, and if it's on next gen, they take advantage of it being on next gen, then that would be what's up. Yeah, a lot of games, man. I I I just as kids, I know we used to like shit on ourselves like, "Oh, they release a new screenshot." <laughs> you know, but it's just like now they yeah. come out so fast, and I have so much to play that I'm, I, I just don't get that excited anymore because I'm always behind. Mm. And I think I feel like I'll be like that for the rest of my life. Probably. And the thing that I, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of like tired of is like when we get trailers of just like CG cinematics or whatever, like that doesn't excite me anymore because not only is it just not representing the final product, but it's just like we already know the game is coming. Like the whole point in the trailer reveal is to like, hey, we have this game announced, but like you've already announced the game and now you're giving me a trailer of some shit that's not even going to be in the game. Right. Like that gets on my nerves now. Like I don't I don't give a fuck about cinematic trailers anymore. Like if it's going to be in-game cutscene, that's different than some CG trailer that somebody put together and I'd rather see like gameplay intertwine with it cuz like you can they can make a dope ass cutscene for the Elder Scrolls online but if the game still fucking sucks then I'm not buying it. True. And then they could do that. They do that shit with like card based games, like card battling games. Like this epic battle happens, and it's just like two dudes going here, here. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's got me mad hype for some shit that's not even exciting. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have any other hot topics or anything that you want to add into the podcast before we put it to a close? Nah, not really, man. We were. Talking about a lot of great things on the end of the end of the, the whole damn podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a good one. Two man podcast. We're not slowing down for nothing. This shit was dope. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. again, you guys at home, make sure you go check out JC Max channel. Um, we might be having something really funny on there soon. <laughs> go check out Offensive Warframes because shit is just too good. <laughs> Um, and he's got a bunch of new videos uh, now going up now and that are going to be going up uh, soon. So make sure you guys do that. And thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for your time, of course. Jason, oh, that one. Yeah. And yeah, peace. Later.